Have you ever gotten in trouble with your parents? I have, especially growing up, yeah, yeah. I've gotten in trouble by my parents a lot of times, and I still sometimes get in trouble with them. And what do we typically do when we get in trouble? Do we just say, Mom and Dad, you are so right. Everything I did was absolutely wrong. Maybe sometimes. But often, I think, uh, even when we, let's say we broke something and we're just waiting for our parents to come home, uh, I remember I was always preparing a defense. You know, I always had a good reason why it happened. And so when my parents asked, you know, why Nate, did you do this? Blah, 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 this, because my brother, and blah, 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 it's really not my fault. And this long defense given for that account. And the funny thing is in today's gospel, um, we're told, you know, when it comes to defending our faith, when it comes to just uh, bearing witness to our faith, giving testimony for our faith, uh, we're told we don't need to prepare defense and that the Lord will give us the words we need to defend us. And um, I think this is absolutely true, and we see this happen with the saints. For example, when I was um, preparing my homily, I was reminded of this, um, this blessed Miguel Pro uh, from Mexico, Jesuit Mexico, who under persecutions shared the faith and was eventually condemned and was put on a firing line. And just for his defense, all he uttered were three words, Viva Cristo Rey, just long live Christ the King. And those words still echo throughout Mexico and throughout the world. Three simple words was his only defense for his faith, and we're still repeating those words today. Those words did not come from Blessed Miguel Pro. Those came from the Holy Spirit. And also, we can think of so many other examples of saints where uh, they didn't have to give these long testimonies of their faith because their very lives were the example of God's love, God's power, and so uh, the words would pale in comparison to the examples of their lives. And so what does this mean for us? Well, the gospel tells us that we're going to have to give testimony for our faith, you know, and perhaps it, it might be to governors, it'll, it'll at least be to friends and family, uh, we'll often have to give testimony. And the rally matter is more powerful than uh, any great defense, any eloquent defense that we could come with. Uh, we'll simply just be saying whatever comes uh, to our heart, whatever the Holy Spirit puts in our heart. And this is a freeing thing because uh, it means we don't have to have an anxiety that uh, the reality matter is it's, it's very good that we are learning and studying our faith and we should continue to learn and study our faith too. Um, but the thing that's not going to win over someone is that you're going to be able to describe transubstantiation perfectly. Um, a lot of times it's going to be just that genuineness behind your words. And so that is where the challenge comes is um, that we need to constantly be growing in our faith and that if we aren't genuinely in love with our Lord, if we aren't genuinely trying to build up in that bond, um, it, it, we are going to have a certain uncomfort when we're called to give testimony because there's going to be a certain kind of distance and discrepancy between what we say and our actual practice of our faith. But uh, do not worry. We will call to give testimony. And if you are close to our Lord, if you constantly strive to grow in a relationship, he will give you words. They will be few, but they will be powerful.